Get ready for your weekly dose of talent strategies and tactics from industry leaders to help you attract, select, and retain your top talent. You're listening to Inside Executive Search with Steve Yakish and Scott Peterson. Inside Executive Search Podcast. My name is Steve Yakish, and this show is for business owners, board members, and executives exploring strategies and tactics to attract, select, and retain the very best. If you're not feeling 100% confident that you have a plan to get that very best candidate, keep listening. This podcast will help you get there. That said, as always, the elegant Mr. Scott Peterson is joining me. Yes, my radio voice is here today. <laughs> uh, week 13, episode 13. Episode 13. Here we go. Hopefully it's not an unlucky uh, recording today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we made it through the attraction series and then the selection series. So this is kicking off the retention series. And we're going to hit on two topics today, Scott. One is going to be revisiting the importance of having a a company, culture, job, and career alignment during that whole selection process and why that's critical for retention. And then we're also going to uh, kind of finish the podcast around uh, onboarding and orientation of your new employees. Sound good? That sounds great. All right. Well, let's kick it off. Let's start and maybe revisit the importance of having that alignment uh, in those key categories, culture, job, and career. Yes, we, if we remember, we, we talked really um, quite in depth about these areas uh, several podcasts ago. Now I don't even remember which podcast it was, but um, around, um, you know, what's the company culture? What's the fit there? What kind of employee would fit best with us? Um, also the job fit. What is, you know, what are those tangible things on a job description um, that you can align with with the candidate Um, and then the career motivational fit so what are those things that the candidate's looking for not only in the current job but one and three and five years from now if you do all of those three things really well um, you create great alignment Mm -hmm. and then you create this sense of um, uh, a great um, fit in terms of not only the current job but the future job so they're you know Kind of by default, you get great retention that way. But I think it's fair to say a company evolves and changes over time. So just because you attracted them and you got them in and there's great alignment today, understand that the company culture can shift, right? the job can shift, and potentially then the career track shifts. So what advice, you know, once you get them in, how often should you be revisiting these three core components from I mean, a retention really, standpoint? Yeah, I think these these components should be looked at at least annually. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's probably a good timing. Um, you know, again, like you said, company shift, uh, acquisitions, company changes, uh, executives change. So your boss yeah. could have changed um, uh, during this process. So again, you want to make sure that you have that alignment. Um, if things do change, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing and you're going to have turnover or retention issues. It's just you need to acknowledge it and communicate that with your uh, with your executives. Yeah, and I think it, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the onboarding, but during that process, you know, the onboarding, it's always good to revisit with your new hire, in my opinion, on, hey, I heard this from you throughout our interview process of this was something that's important to you. This is what why you were attracted. Um, and keep talking about those throughout 
you know, the first 30, 60, 90 days. And then, yeah. like you said, you know, maybe a more formal check-in on an annual basis, but you, you can't just talk about it to get them there and then one year later, right? Right. So, yeah, I think to, to emphasize that areas of <clears throat> that the, that the um, candidate, the new hire, um, has interest in um, can create that, that path of leadership development. Um, so don't, don't ignore those, those signs during the interview. Take really good notes. Now, if you use an external uh, search firm, the search firm will do this for you mm-hmm. as part of the process. So um, again, if you partner with somebody, they're gonna, they're gonna um, be communicating with you along that process of the things that they have interest in, the things that they're concerned about in the organization, developmental um, areas that, that this candidate wants to do. Yeah. That they want more leadership opportunities, that they want more speaking opportunities, you know, just things yeah. along those lines so you can develop that leadership plan for them. When you're doing all of your executive search with, with clients on these key roles, is there any kind of common themes that you kind of learn, you know, from the candidates or is it all different with every one of them? You know, it's, it's certainly different, but everybody, everyone who wants to, um, you know, keep developing as, as a, an employee, also as a person, right? So mm-hmm. just to identify those areas that, that they want to work on, but also what the company would like them to work on. So those can be, yeah, those can be the same or they could be slightly different. But again, early on from a, from a retention standpoint, it shows that the company's listening mm-hmm. um, to what their their long-term needs are, um, and it just creates that 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 uh, retention process. It's just better um, as Perfect. we as we head into the in the company. Okay, well, let's maybe shift gears a little bit to the actual onboarding and orientation. Um, I know there's you know plenty of New York bestsellers out there. The first ninety days, there's I think the first hundred days. Right. You know, there's there's lots of books read and or have been written. And I would, I have read them, and I would encourage other organizations to read them as well. But um, give us maybe your opinion, cliff note versions of what maybe are in probably a lot of those books. But what are what's the important pieces to onboarding a, a new executive, whether it's the a CEO or one of his or her direct reports? So I think first, what you want to come up with is what is your plan for onboarding, right? Don't, mm-hmm. don't just wing it their first day um, and, and, and sort of show them around. You know, if this goes beyond just sitting with, um, you know, one of the leaders in the human resources area to get their paperwork done. You yeah. know, those are, that's not onboarding. That's, that's uh, onboarding is really having that executive sit with business unit leaders, uh, could be potential other, you know, board members if it's a public company, um, really understanding where the company's been Mm-hmm. where they're currently at, where they're going, and get a sense for the business, uh, get a sense for understanding the business, what their needs are at those those different business units, et cetera. So develop the plan. It should be a comprehensive plan. This shouldn't, this shouldn't be a day activity. It probably is a week-long activity, if not, um, month, if not right? more. Yeah. Um, and it can be um, spread out, so it's just not all onboarding, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, have a plan. Again, these it can vary from company to company depending on size, complexity. But it, again, it's not a it's not a one day event. It's a it's a uh, a series of uh, events throughout that first you know, thirty days of the yeah. company. And I, I would go as far as to recommend that have those meetings already calendared and on the your new executive's calendar before he or she shows up and you know walk them through. Hey, here's what we have going on for you the first month. You're going to meet with. Bob on on Tuesday, and here's the reason for right. meeting with Bob. You're going to meet with Jane on this day. Oh, we're going to meet with our 
marketing agency so you can get to know them. This is the work they do. Here's our CPA firm, you know, whatever it might be. Right. Have them predetermined and already scheduled because, yeah. again, it's that's pretty welcoming. You know, yeah, for it really, executive. It, yeah, it really ties them into the organization and ties them into the people, right? Mm-hmm. They start building relationships. The stronger relationships internally with, with uh, either one of your team, but also colleagues, the stronger your retention is of that of that key employee. Yeah. And I know you ask this question a lot when, when you're doing, you know, searches for clients, and I, I've done it over the years as well, but always asking candidates about their onboarding experience at previous roles and thus learning as much as you can about that candidate to pass it on to our client. Right. Um, you know, so I think another piece I think you would recommend is ask those questions throughout the interview process because you're just arming yourself with how do you need to augment what is kind of your predetermined onboarding plan mm-hmm. and cater it to the individual. Correct? Yeah, yeah it, that's exactly right. And I think it just gets back down to that plan um, uh, not just, hey, what's our, what are we going to do day one, but it's day five, day 10, day 15, um, and really the why behind it, um, yeah. to get, integrate them into the organization, to make them feel obviously welcome, mm-hmm. but to integrate them into the organization just really goes so far in that retention. If you're going to lose somebody, you're going to lose them early um, if you don't do this well. I agree. Well, perfect. Well, that's going to wrap up this podcast, and uh, we'll preview for next podcast number 14. We're going to be talking about uh, options for executive leadership peer groups, and then also, um, you know, compensation as an ongoing retention tool, not just to attract them, but how do you leverage compensation and what forms of compensation can you leverage on a retention standpoint? Yeah, those are two great topics we'll uh, we'll tackle next time. Perfect. Well, as always, you can uh, find our podcast out on all the major podcast channels or find a link on the uh, executive leadership tab on Verseek.com. And you can look up Scott um, on LinkedIn or Verseek if you want to get a hold of him. So I think that's a wrap. Yeah, let's talk next week. Awesome. Well, that's 13, and we'll uh, have 14 coming out here shortly next week, huh? Sounds good. We'll talk then.